Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Good morning, my beautiful artist friends, and welcome back to the Inspired Painter podcast. I'm so excited to discuss with you today a concept that has really um, made a difference for me this year, the way that I think about it. And that is about the four cycles of creative seasons as an artist. I don't know about you, but in this age of instant gratification and constant Instagram posting and social media pressure, there can be this feeling as an artist that you need to constantly create and you need to constantly, you know, put out more and more work, like basically like a piece every day. That's what I've heard some people recommend. And, you know, it's just not possible if you are a realist artist who works in lots of layers, who, you know, takes days and weeks to finish a piece it's just not possible to keep up with this pace that's really like a rat race. And um, it reminds me of kind of like the Industrial Revolution back in like the early 1900s, like when technology was basically just starting and people had figured out how to automate things. And there were people who were against it. They thought like, you know, this is this is not good. Um, you know, it is, it's basically going against the laws of nature and, you know, machines are going to replace humans and all this stuff. And, you know, they, they, they did have a point. I mean, I am very grateful for all of my modern conveniences that I have in my house, but, um, and like my car and everything, um, even though I love riding horses as well, of course. Um, but I'm glad I don't have to like ride a horse to the grocery store. Um, so, all that to say, there are blessings in in um, modern technologies, but there are also curses. So for, for instance, in the early 1900s, uh, one thing that they did do was create these factories, which actually harmed a lot of people who worked in them. They also created these trains, which created a lot of pollution in the world. And you know, there were a lot of drawbacks to some of the things that we invented as humans. So I like to think of, um, I like to think of social media the same way. Um, there can be blessings and there can be curses. And one of the curses I think is that this feeling of pressure that you have to constantly produce to keep up with the algorithm or, you know, to make sure that other artists don't surpass you or, um, to make sure that people don't forget about you. So there's this fear that like, you know, if you don't post enough that like people are going to forget about you and nobody will want to show your work. Collectors will forget about you. People will unfollow you. 
Um, and it creates this like anxiety or it can create this anxiety that you have to constantly create. And what that results in is the creation of subpar work because you're not actually creating work that's of your highest mission because your motivation is not, is not you know, at its highest point. Your motivation is based out of fear. It's not based out of abundance. It's not based out of like reaching for something higher. It's not based out of like taking your time to create your highest work. And that is really what's going to create those masterpieces that you want to create that will transcend time, that will not just be lost in the Instagram algorithm after a day, but will, it will transcend time transcend space and, you know, reach the human spirit and be a marvel, you know, for history. That's what, that's what I'm reaching for. And I know from talking to a lot of you, that's what you're reaching for too. So we don't want to get caught up in this like feeling of constant, constant production. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I was looking around at nature lately, this, especially this week, I was looking around at nature and thinking, about the cycles of the seasons and and then also like the seasons for art making like sometimes there are seasons in our lives where we need to rest and we need to focus on other things in our lives and that's okay because it creates a foundation for us to focus on those higher things because i i've talked about it before maslow's hierarchy of needs if you are in a place of panic and you can't afford groceries or you don't know where you're going to live the last thing in your mind is going to be creating like this amazing piece of artwork because you're going to be so consumed with your survival instincts so basically we have different seasons that are reflected all throughout nature and this is also reflected in our art creation it's just that in today's hyperspeed um, culture, we are trying to force these things to be sped up and it doesn't result in good work being made. So the four cycles of creative seasons, the first one that I thought of was germination. So germination is the spark of an idea. Usually this comes when you're not even thinking about art but something will come to you and maybe you see like a billboard or maybe you see um, a film that like really is like stunningly beautiful to you. Or maybe you experience something in your life. Maybe you experience something in your personal life. Um, maybe you take a travel, take a trip somewhere and you see something that really moves you. Maybe um, maybe you just are having a different shift in perspective. Maybe you're just singing in the shower and, and an idea comes to you fully formed and you know that you have to pursue it. So this is called germination. So this is the spark of an idea. It's compared to like when you plant a seed and it's just germinating. It's basically just thinking about starting to put down roots. Um, nothing's really happening yet that you can actually see, but that spark... Um, exists and that spark of life has been born basically and um, you have to let this happen you can't force it to happen and um, and when it happens it's important to really harness that and this is when the next stage of creation comes in and this is the stage of inspiration 
This is when you start to basically capture that idea, that spark, that germination. So you start planning. Um, for me, this looks like a lot of sketchbooks. Like I like to sketch my ideas as they come out. I keep a dream journal. I get a lot of ideas from my dreams because um, it's basically like channeling your subconscious. So sketchbooks, um, and then you start planning logistics and you start asking questions like, how can I do this? Is this even possible? What resources do I need to make this a reality? This episode is sponsored by the Luminary Artist Academy. The Luminary Artist Academy is a six-month, self-paced, transformational course for contemporary realist, feminine artists to blossom into the higher level of professional success from the inside out. The Luminary Artist Academy was written for you. As an artist myself who has been through the dark night of my own soul and through the thickets of my own limiting beliefs, in order to come out on the other side, I feel the struggle and I know where you are. I know the desires that you feel and the frustration at feeling like they are out of reach and I have discovered the keys to unlocking your own potential and totally transforming the reality of your creative practice and your experience as an artist in a very short time after doing it myself. And I wrote the Luminary Artist Academy to share this process with you. So the Luminary Artist Academy is a comprehensive, detailed, step-by-step course that takes you on an odyssey through the inner chambers of your heart and soul to your creative practice and out into the world where you shine your confident feminine light as a luminary in your field. This course supports you every single step of the way to guide you into stepping into your highest version of yourself within your artistic career and your life. Don't let another year go by just thinking about it and without taking action. Being in limbo, saying next time or I'll do it later, is the reason why you feel like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck. By doing the same things in the same way, you'll likely be in the same place you are now, six months from now, if you don't take action. Take the first steps today to believe in a different future for yourself. The gallery shows, press celebrating your work, and sales pouring in from your art is what you know you are meant for and what you ultimately deserve. Your most aligned artistic career is waiting for you. It's time to believe in yourself and value your dreams. I believe in you. Explore the course via the link in the show notes or at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com. If you're thinking of a big painting, you're thinking of like, well, am I going to paint it on canvas or am I going to paint it on panel? Um, What kind of paints do I need? Um, Do I need to hire a model in order to get the reference photos? What kind of background do I want? Um, You know, where is this going to be exhibited? So you start thinking of like the the practical things with the inspiration Um, and, and you start putting together like all the different things that will make the piece what it is. So you start sketching out different ideas for composition, um, different ideas for color, maybe you do some color studies and you start thinking about what this will be. And that leads us into the next stage, stage three, which is creation. So the physical act of creation. 
This is when everything has been lined up for you. You, um, you have gone through the germination stage, the inspiration stage. Um, all of your sketches are done. You are ready to go. Um, your sketches transferred onto you know the panel or whatever you're you're doing, and then you know you go into the studio. You're ready, and it's an outpouring of energy. This this is like this is all about the 3D. So this is all about action. So this is about sweat. This is about physicality and the molding of something in the 3D reality so that it exists. So this is about transferring what's in your mind into its full manifestation so that other people can see what your vision is. So it's the touch of every brushstroke. It's the application of the gold or silver leaf. It's the sanding. It's the polishing. It's the framing. So it's all these like physical acts of creation. Now, but they couldn't come unless you first have those germination and inspiration. So it's this, it's this cycle that you need to go through. It's um, kind of like when my sister had her baby. Um, it's like, a, you know, you really can't force a baby to develop faster than it is meant to. You really have to just feed it and give it the proper nutrients and let it develop. And the same thing with your ideas and inspiration. You just need to keep planning and keep feeding your inspiration. Um, you know, maybe this means like looking through books, um, looking through different essays, ideas, um, some of your favorite maybe philosophy books or history books, uh, reading about different mythologies. All of these things feed your inspiration. They feed your um, your painting, what you're creating. And to the point where when you are doing the actual creation, you are ready and you are just doing the physical act now to make this thing a reality. So once that is finished, then your body needs rest. Your mind needs rest. And that is stage four. So yeah, stage four is rest. Just like the seasons, we have to fall back and gather our strength to refresh and rest before pouring out ourselves again in creativity. So for instance, here in Pennsylvania, where I live, we have very distinct seasons. Um, it's some of the, the prettiest seasons here in Pennsylvania. So we have a gorgeous summer, very full, very hot. We have, you know, a crisp, chilly fall where all the trees look like they're like lit on fire because they're like red and yellow and just gorgeous. And then we have a very cold winter. We have snow on the ground and bare branches and you can see the stars through all of the branches and against the night sky, it looks like black lace. It's really pretty. Um, so we have like this, this winter where everything, everything is in hibernation. Nothing is really blooming. And, um, you know, the plants here, the species of plants that live here, they need that so that they can gather their strength to come out again in the spring. So, and in the spring, the spring is the most exciting time of the year for me as far as nature, because it's so wonderful to see plants renew themselves and to push out of the soil and for new life to be seen. Like, and it happens every single year. It's just it's a promise of like basically new life every year. And it's, it's always a time full of like hope and joy for me because 
I know that not only do I have the spring, which is gorgeous with all like the cherry blossoms and it's really heavenly, but then the summer, which is always so beautiful and full of fun and freedom and um, yeah, <laughs> you can wear less clothing. It's great. So, um, so there's the seasons, but they all have their purpose. And the same thing goes for your creative seasons. So how can we lean into this so that our art production flows better, so we create better art, and so we don't get, um, we don't get lost in that hyper-driven cycle of trying to produce on overdrive so that we don't um, feel like we're failing. Everything cycles, and our art production is just the same. Um, so as biological beings, we cannot be on and at the peak of our performance at all times. So the same even goes for our bodies. Like we have a daily cycle of rest and activity. Like we need our sleep to survive. And if you are female and listening to this, you know we have a monthly cycle as well. And we, we really can't force that to do you know, what we, what we want it to, like our body's just going to do it. Like it needs to do it to survive. So, so in order to create our art in a way that feels natural in a way that feels like organic in a way that feels, um, you know, like it's, it's creating our highest work and not being forced, then we need to lean into this idea of cycles. So a couple of points I thought of. Um, so recognize our natural need for cycles as biological beings, as humans, and identify where you are at right now in the creation cycle. For me right now, I feel like I am actually in the germination cycle. So I just moved and um, <clears throat> this house needs a lot of work and I'm actually putting a lot of creative energy into the house right now. But along the way, I am having like ideas. I'm having ideas for future art that I'm going to make in the new year. But I'm just taking this time to record the ideas, to write them down, to sketch them, um, so that when I'm ready to do the creation, I am, I'm ready to go all in. But right now, I'm just in the germination stage. So what stage are you in in your creative cycle right now? So one thing to do, because our creative work is not... Um, is not like our bodies in that uh, it's going to happen no matter what at one point or not. Like we actually do have to direct and make that happen. But I do recommend like working with your body, working with um, working with the cycles of you know our sleep and our rhythm in order to make that happen. Um, but we do need to make that happen because um, no one's going to do it other than ourselves. So one thing that can help is to set a milestone for yourself to work towards in your creation, like a show, a contest, or an open studio, something um, that you want to work towards, and start going through the cycles and lean into that goal. So you don't want to stay in the germination stage forever. That makes me think of people who... Um, have all these great ideas. Like sometimes I meet someone at a party and they're like, oh yeah, I had this idea for a novel and they tell me the idea and it's like a really good idea. And they've had the same idea for like 10 years and they've never created it. So you don't want to stay in the germination stage forever. You want to start leaning into that inspiration and creation. Um, and one thing that can help is to set 
a milestone. Um, and then allow your ideas to fully form before you execute it and approach your creation season with purpose and precision. So allow your ideas to fully form, you know, do all your sketching, do all your research, prepare your reference photos, um, or hire your models, um, decide how your piece is going to look and, you know, what you're going to create before you create it. But then when the creation season is there, and when you're ready to get going, ready to organically move into that creation season, then then you can do that with confidence, with purpose, and with precision, and really move into that with a strong sense of certainty. And then lastly, allow yourself to rest without guilt, knowing that it is a necessary part of the path. So everything needs rest. Everything, everything living needs rest. So um, everything organic goes through cycles and we have to stop beating ourselves up for needing rest because you're not going to create your best work if you are not well rested. So um, just stop beating yourself up about it and um, start resting without guilt because you know that eventually it's going to lead into germination, inspiration, and creation. You just need to allow yourself the luxury and the necessity of, um, of really resting and giving yourself that space um, so that you can create your best work. All right, so that is my, uh, my ideas today for your four cycles of creative seasons. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope it was helpful for you. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you wanted to um, send me a direct message on Instagram at the Visionary Artist Salon, you can always email me too. Um, and my email is in the show notes. And as always, I do have, um, I have my individual coaching. If you wanted to book a session with me, an artist guidance session, um, those are at the Visionary Artist Salon website. Just go to the shop tab and you can see that. You can book one with me. It's an hour long session on Zoom and we can strategize your next uh, step as an artist. And I can help you to create your your best career, basically, and we can talk about whatever you want. Um, and of course, the Luminary Artist Academy, that will be gearing up soon. Um, I'm going to be doing a, uh, you know, I'm going to be relaunching that and adding some group sessions. And I think that will really help. Um, I, I think it will really help create a sense of community and also inspire us to keep on track and really keep going towards our goals. So That'll be a really exciting um, thing when that's launched. I will let you know more about it in the new year. Um, expect that to be sometime in January. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, and yes, embrace your creative seasons. Um, embrace your cycles. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, 
please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.